This is Work From Home, the podcast that helps you stay connected, productive and sane while working remotely. I'm Harry and one of the questions or one of the things that comes up most often from people that write in and listen to the show is that they want to hear from other people, you know, real stories of remote work and kind of transitioning from the office into uh, working from home. And so uh, today we're joined by a real person, luckily. Michael Bird is the uh, digital marketing manager at HPE UK and I, which is um, a nice long job title. Hello. Hello. Thank you for the intro. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> thank you for joining us. We've known each other for a while. We've worked on some podcasts together um, at a couple of different companies you've worked for. But right now, you're just a, a human being that's kind of transition from one style of working to another one and we thought you'd be a really awesome person to kind of chat to about that experience so yeah i wonder where the best place to start i think i wanted to start just by kind of saying just like walk walk me through the last kind of six months i suppose like what was that kind of transition like for for you personally and the organization and and kind of like was it like a sudden carpet ripped from under your feet and you were like you know gone on a friday couldn't come back on a monday or was there sort of a phasing out period or what was that kind of yeah transition like yeah so we were actually at like a team building event and we got the email to say don't return back to the office unless absolutely necessary and uh, it was quite a shock uh, but yeah so from then on it was it was pretty much work from home but i think before that like hp is a Sorry, I don't want to interrupt, but you like were you like on a laptop already then, so you could already kind of come. You didn't need to go back and like get anything. No, fine. I think everyone kind of suspected something might be happening because you know the world of COVID was was accelerating quite quickly. But HPE are a very global company. They everyone has the capability to work from home, and that was one of the things that when I joined the company was like, yeah, this is part of the culture. So actually, I I had already kind of made my work from home setup. I kind of uh, tricked it out, I think is what the kids say, before Christmas last year, because I kind of was like, if I'm going to be working from home one or two days a week, I want to make sure I've got, you know, a really comfortable chair, some good screens, you know, a way to dock my laptop, you know, a nice Sonos speaker, a uh, nice desk, you know, all of that stuff, because I just thought like, I don't want to get a dodgy back. I don't want to get dodgy eyes. So so you were already planning at the end of kind of 2019 to be working a couple of days a week at home. Like, So why why were you sort of moving in that direction? Because presumably it wasn't required by HP that you work from home two days a week. No. So where I was at before, the culture of the company was everyone should be in the office uh, five days a week, uh, nine till five or nine till six. And that was pretty much it. So I had come from a culture where it was be in the office because it's, you want to be able to interact with the people around you, your team and everything, which was fantastic. I, I loved it. I really loved it, especially when I was much earlier in my career and I was learning from the people around me. I was bouncing ideas off and I could really, really see the benefits of that. I think the major downside was if anyone bought in a cold, the whole, the whole office would then have a cold. So uh, so that was, the, that was the major downside. When I moved to HPE, when I sat down with my boss, she basically said, you know, it's a flexible working culture. In fact, I don't even think we had enough desks for everyone. I was very lucky to have a have a named desk. But I find that I, f I found myself wanting to try and those days that I was in the office, use those for collaborating with my team. And those days that I wasn't in the office to use to kind of knuckle down and get on with kind of the more admin intensive work that I wouldn't necessarily need to be interacting with people. It was just like a case of, you know, going through an Excel spreadsheet or building a PowerPoint deck, actually being at home, being in the office, doesn't really matter where you're at. 
yeah, then fast forward to COVID when everyone is working from home, that did, I did have to real, really shift how I worked because I didn't have that ability to be able to interact with people. You can't quite as easily go and ask a quick question. And, and I'm an extrovert, so I love speaking to people. I was actually pleasantly surprised with how often I got to speak to people. And I think that probably just comes down to the fact that many of my team members or many of the people that I work with regularly aren't in the UK and they're in different countries. So it's actually not practical to go and jump in a meeting room because you just simply can't do it. Yeah, sure. So how did you, how have you, what have you done to adapt to those things? Because, you you know, one of the things you mentioned is like not being able to, it's, it's kind of a funny one because in your situation, many of your colleagues are abroad anyway, all that kind of stuff, but that you can't just kind of go and tap your colleague on the shoulder and ask them that question that you just need an answer to um, and, and all kinds of other things. Like, are there ways that you've adapted to working from home to kind of make up for those lackings? I have a wonderful wife. And so I think actually when lockdown hit, my wife was in the throes of her, uh, she was working on a thesis. And so actually I had a, I had a work colleague in my office. So it was quite nice. I'd jump off calls and we would have a little natter, you know, chat, go and refill our water bottles, get a snack and then kind of get back to work. So that was quite nice. I think also consciously as, as an organization, we were really aware that some people would be suffering you know, mental health is a big thing. And I think actually I probably had a quite a impact, mental health impact on quite a few people in the organization. And so I think we consciously made sure we put booked in those kind of like coffee times to just have a chat, regular team meetings. They encouraged us like at the beginning of calls, just like go and ask how people are and go and have a quick chat. And so I think a lot of that, I certainly found right at the beginning of lockdown, like my mental health really suffered because I basically just snapped for about 24 hours a day uh i put on quite a bit of weight i was like yeah this is wicked i can have a lion so i like slept until like you know five to nine stumbled to my desk and i just felt like oh it's horrible yeah totally. so i had a kind of i had a bit of a long hard had i had a conversation with myself and i was like you, you need to get outside get outside once a day go and do exercise have three square meals try and be a little bit less of a <laughs> don't roll out of bed at five to nine so yeah, totally. I think having a bit of structure in, in the day is, is something we've talked about before and it's just super important, I think. Well, one thing I wanted to come back or come back to is that you mentioned like at the beginning. So we've now been, we've been in this five months already. Obviously there were lots of things that everyone was really conscious of to try and adapt as quickly as possible. Are there any things that you, ideas that you as a team or you personally sort of came up with and started to do that you now don't do? Like, was there anything that was just like, this isn't really worth the time or we don't need it or it's a, it's pointless? Yeah, it's really funny. At the beginning of lockdown, I think everyone went into that phase of trying to do stuff because I think we all felt so helpless. I mean, all, everyone I spoke to was just exercising constantly. It's just like, <laughs> I, I, yeah. People are just doing so much more exercise than they ever have before. And I just felt completely inferior. This is like, this is not supposed to be a humble brag, but I have literally never been fitter. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I'm this, this is what so I keep much. hearing from everybody is like, I'm sitting here eating digestives all day <laughs> and like, I've got visions of you like out running marathons. It's just not fair. I mean, I'm lucky I haven't got, I haven't really got any, um, uh, I haven't got any children, haven't really got any responsibilities. So I can wake up at half six and go for a run. But yeah, from a team perspective, like I think we did really try and book in those those coffee times. And I think right at the beginning, that was really helpful because I think everyone is just in shock. We were like, what on earth is happening? 
we couldn't go out. We could only go out once a day. It was just, it was crazy. And I, and I, I mean, that was definitely had a huge impact on me. I just, I think I felt like I was in a movie most of the time. So I think we did that stuff at the beginning. And I think it's probably not that we don't really need to do it now, but those kind of catch-ups were, were helpful. And as an, as a company, we, we literally had all team meetings though. I think there's like 30,000 employees on these big calls with our CEO, basically it was just it's like, like going to the O2 or something every yeah Friday basically afternoon. yeah <laughs> yeah going to the O2 but just a bit less glamorous <laughs> um but actually I really appreciated those those calls where everyone was on it it was kind of people from all you know across the world talking a bit about just how as an organization and how we're coping and, it, and I think what was really nice it was it was just you kind of got a sense that everyone was in the same boat. Doesn't matter if they're in the UK or in the States or in India or in China or yeah, wherever. Everyone's in, in the same experience. boat. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, you're not alone. Well, that's enough for today's episode. Thank you very much, Michael. Where where can we find you if you want to follow you on on where, you you hang out on Twitter, don't you? Where where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter. I am on Twitter at M I C L B R D. That's basically Michael Bird without all the vowels except for the I. So Michael Brood uh, is the is where you can find me. As always, thanks so much for listening. You can um, find more information at wfhpodcast.com. And if you did enjoy this episode and you think someone else would um, benefit from hearing from other human beings that are working from home and adjusting to that change of pace, I would love it if you could share it with them. That would be really appreciated. We'll be back very soon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.